What's going on, gamers? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Graveyard Gaming. Now, after my last Wandering in the Graveyard episode, where I talked about the potential delay of Horizon Forbidden West, it really got me thinking and made me decide that I wanted to spend today's episode talking about games that actually needed to wait before release. They were just released in a state that was like, hey, you've got a good game here, but you released this thing way too early and it caused a negative effect on that game because I do believe certain games with delays, hard work put behind it, actually come out for the better. And I'm actually going to not only talk about some of those games that released too early, I'm going to talk about some of those games that were delayed several times, but when they came out, you went, man, this is a fantastic game. It was worth the extra months I spent waiting to play it. Then, of course, we're going to talk about my graveyard shift, and it is that time for the graveyard shout-out of the month. So, gamers, let's jump in, and let's talk about some games that were just released too early. A delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is forever bad. Now, that is a quote from Nintendo legend, Miyamos at the Geru. Now, what he meant by that, and he's come out and he said it, is it's not necessarily a bad game is forever bad, but a game released in a bad state that will forever be bad. Meaning, and he was saying this during the time that they were delaying Star Fox on the Wii U, is, hey, you gotta make sure that when you release the game, it is the best product. Delaying a game, you know what? It's eventually going to be a good game that you want. You put it out too early, it's forever in gamers' minds as a bad game. So let's look at some games that just released too early that is forever tainted. But some of these games have actually proven themselves to be really really great games the first game on my list is skyrim now when i talk about elder scrolls skyrim i'm actually referring to the ps3 version because once you got about 50 hours into it and your save file hit a certain size all of a sudden your frame rate would drop i had friends that were complaining about it so bad that it was like man it's like you're over encumbered the entire time and you don't have anything on you you couldn't go anywhere you couldn't do anything i mean the game was completely broken in fact it was so broken that the dlc when it eventually came to playstation if i'm not mistaken it had about a year exclusivity on the 360 it was all half price because they had to do something because the game was just released in that broken of a state now, here's why I'm adding this on the list. They knew about it. Bethesda knew about this situation. However, they thought they had patched it already. Unfortunately, that was not the case. The good thing about it is they were able to get it fixed. And by the time that my save file had actually reached that critical era point, if you will, I never had any issues with it. And let's be real. If you've played Skyrim, you know how good of a game it is. And honestly, even if you've never played, just the fact that it's been re-released and it has sold so well on all the re-releases you know that it is a very influential game in the realm of gaming now the next one on my list it hurts to put it on this list but i do feel like it's justified to put it here and i'm gonna say days gone see when i played this game and hulking yoda over at lost at sea gaming a gaming podcast right here on anchor will agree with me we both loved this game but in our different respective reviews we also said that we could understand why some people would have issues and we had to knock some points off of the score because of the performance issues it wasn't the story it wasn't the graphics it wasn't necessarily the gameplay in itself but it was things like frame rate drops and little things like that that just kind of like held it back from being the greatness it needs to be now i have recently played this game a few times over the last year or so and i have to tell you 
Sony Bend worked hard to get this game to where it should be. You can't even see these frame drops anymore, and it runs amazing. Unfortunately, I've talked about this before as well, Days Gone is one of those games that because it released with these glitches and errors in it, a lot of people who were just wanting that fail from Sony were able to grab onto Days Gone and be like, see, 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 everything Sony does doesn't turn to gold. And I'm not saying they do. But I'm saying the problem is because it was released in the way it was, people were able to really attack Days Gone. And it's got this certain stigma to it that the game isn't as good as it should be. When in reality, I'm telling you that game is amazing. Luckily, a lot of people are getting to play it on PC and are really starting to talk about how great it is. And I feel like that game is starting to get a lot more momentum recently. So I really hope we might get a sequel to it. Now, another game that because of the launch has been tainted that is Assassin's Creed Unity. Look, I'll be honest with you. Assassin's Creed Unity came out. I didn't have to own it when it came out to know how disastrous of a launch it was. I still remember the fact that the patch update on the Xbox One, for example, that patch was bigger than the entire base game of Unity. That's how rushed and broken the game was coming out of it. We've all seen the pictures of the faces not being on the character models, all that stuff. And people have just hated on that game ever since. Here's what I can tell you. I didn't play that game until the next summer. So not only did I get free DLC to make up for it, I had two glitches in the game. One glitch was Arnold jumped out the window and just kind of got froze there. A simple restart the checkpoint, no problem. The other one was one time I went out of Eagle Vision and the world stayed gray for a few more minutes. That's it. That's as worst as I got. Meaning I got this amazing game because the graphics in that game were unbelievable. I might have had some issues with some of the choices they made design-wise, but at the end of the day, the actual core game itself was great. Great story. Great characters. Great world design. I love that they brought back hiding in plain sight. They brought back the true assassination feeling of taking out your targets. There's so many things about it that I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed that this is a game that I have on my hard drive because I kind of want to jump back in and replay it to see, you know, how I like it all these years later. But it is a game that people will always put on worst games list because of the launch. In fact, the launch was so disastrous that even though the game was patched and even though six months later you could play the game and it would be a great playing game, it impacted the sales of Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which in all honesty, to me, as you guys know, that was my favorite Assassin's Creed game up until Valhalla. So honestly, it is a game that, man, I'm telling you, if you never played it because you heard so many negative rumors about it, go try it. It just released too early. Well, I'm going to give this one, this is low-hanging fruit, we all know it, but Cyberpunk 2077... Unfortunately, I think they were really, and we've seen a lot of documents to come out and kind of verify this, that, you know, they were just trying to get that game out at a certain time. They didn't want to delay it again. Clearly, it was not ready to run on previous-gen consoles. But I can tell you this. I didn't play it on a PS4. I waited until I got a PS5, and I played through the entire first act. I had all the updates put onto it. I only had one minor glitch, and it was very similar to Unity. Like, I accidentally threw a grenade it caused a guy to go clipping through a door and he just sat there with a door going through his body that's it it didn't stop the gameplay it didn't do anything it was just one of those things you visually see and go oh okay but that's all i've suffered from that's all i doubt that makes me go man if they would have just sat there and delayed the game for six more months they would have had a game that would have came out that people could have got behind yeah it maybe not been as great as it you know was thought to be or whatever but at the end of the day 
six months, they could have had a game that people would have really thoroughly enjoyed. I enjoyed my time with the first act of the game. It just sucks that, unfortunately, that game is probably never going to get the love that it probably deserves. Now, this next game, I gotta admit, it came out rough, got a lot of heat for it. I played through the game a couple years later. I still didn't love the game, but I have to say it was not broken, and that is Mass Effect Andromeda. I thought, going into this game, like, man, I hope this is not broken. I didn't have any glitches. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think some of the animations were up to par. I didn't necessarily love the game itself, but there were no issues with it. Which, again, makes me go, man, this game had so many patches in the first three months. Why would they not just have delayed it a few more months? Like, I don't get the developer's mindset. Like, yes, I understand this is a business and you're trying to get in there, but you can't tell me that if they'd have waited, it would have affected his sales as much as releasing a broken game. Because a lot of gamers, including myself, didn't play the game when it launched because, nah, man, I heard that game's broken. Now, another game on my list I've got to go with is WWE 2K20. This is a different version because, unfortunately, 2K never really did anything to fix it. There was definitely some patches going out there. But if you played the game, you can clearly see that because of everything going on behind the scenes, losing Ukes and 2K, trying to have to build it, work on their own, they just were not ready to release 2K20. To the point that I would almost say 2K20 should have just been completely skipped and they should have came back with 2K21 instead of releasing 2K20, skipping 2K21 and coming back with 2K22. I mean, the same bug as in Assassin's Creed Unity where you wouldn't see the characters' faces were in WWE 2K20. The amount of times that I would set up something in my universe mode and I'd come out there and my manager would be the one in the ring and the character I wanted to play as would be on the outside and as soon as somebody hit somebody it would be a DQ was unreal. The clipping in the game, oh my word, it was disastrous. Like there was nothing about this game and that's not even getting into the graphics. Ladies and gentlemen, if they would have released 2K20 around WrestleMania and just fine-tuned it, I'm not saying it would have been a great game. I don't think it would have been still as good as 2K19, for example. But I think it would have been solid enough that the issues would have been fixed and people could have played it and probably enjoyed it a lot more. 2K20 was in such a bad state that they actually kept the servers for 2K19 up and they are still up right now because so many people, myself included, gave up on 2K20. And it sucks because it's got a great roster, but when the roster looks as bad as it looks... And the game plays as bad as it plays, and the glitches and the stuff, it just, you, you stop playing it. And the worst fault that 2K did, they didn't really go out of their way to patch it. They didn't try to fix it. They could have even got some fanfare and just said, hey, you know what? This fiend character that we have that is very popular, we're just going to give it out for free instead of making you pay a $15 DLC charge. But they didn't. They didn't do anything. And I think that ill will is really going to kind of cause some issues when it comes to 2K22. And ultimate guys, that brings up my biggest issue with releasing games too early is how is it going to affect future sales? WWE 2K22, like I just said. I talked about how we know it affected Assassin's Creed Syndicate. These are things that you have to be mindful of. I mean, Mass Effect in general, because of releasing Andromeda in the state it was in, EA at one point said the Mass Effect franchise is put on ice. When you sit there and you rush a game out, and I know it's hard as a gamer to go, man, I want this. And just like I talked about with Horizon Forbidden West, I want that game so bad. I really do. But I know delaying it into next year is better for the game overall. Yes, it would be nice to play it with the time that I have this fall, but I want to play the best version 
of that game. But gamers, let's talk about some games that were delayed that actually came out great. Now, the first one on my list is The Last of Us 2, because I want to ask you a question. How many times was The Last of Us 2 delayed? I got to be honest with you. I remember I was kind of in a position where I was away from my family. I've talked about that before. And that game was supposed to come out in February, and I was stoked because it was coming out right at my birthday. I was super happy. I was going to get it. I was going to take time off of work. I've never done that with a game, but I was going to take time off of work, and I was just going to sit there and just give myself to that game. Then it was delayed till May. And I thought, oh, man, that's like the time I'm moving. I'm going back to my family. I don't know what's happening. And then COVID happened. And it was delayed until right at Father's Day. Honestly, it worked out well for me just in a time-wise because of quarantine. I was by myself in a hotel room right when it came out. So I had two weeks to just fully engross myself with it. But beyond that, guys, when you jumped on this game, The Last of Us 2, I gave it a perfect 10 when I reviewed it. There, Oh, man, that came from a... narrative theme that game from gameplay that game from the graphics from everything about that game i loved i mean it was fantastic yes i will give people credit if they say well i didn't like the way the inventory system was or i didn't like this that's awesome that's great but at the end of the day there was no glitches there was no major errors there was nothing that you would say man naughty dog should have fixed this before it came out they took the heat they took the bumps of hey we got to delay it hey we got to delay it again and it came out so well now i'm gonna go even further back and i'm gonna tell you another game that was delayed multiple times and has become a masterpiece in gaming that's resident evil 4 ladies and gentlemen if you do not remember this game was announced and it was delayed and delayed and delayed but look what we got we got a game that truly redefined that franchise we got a game that redefined how you play action games that over the shoulder perspective. I, it was such a groundbreaking game. And part of that is because as they were playing it, they realized, you know what? This is not where we needed to be. And they kept changing it. They kept changing what the game actually was to the point that it became completely different. I, you have to applaud that. You have to applaud that because it made that game what it is today. And honestly, it carried that franchise for a while because people were just like, all right, five was okay, six was what it was. But they kept coming back because the hopes that we would get a Resident Evil 4 style game. And when they incorporated how you played Resident Evil 4 into the remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3, man, people have absolutely loved those games. So clearly delaying that was a great idea. Here's another one. And this is these two are kind of very similar, but it's Rockstar Games specifically GTA 5. GTA 5 was delayed a lot, guys. If you do not remember, that game was supposed to come out in the fall of 2012, delayed to April of 2013, and then right as we got close to it, delayed again until September of 2013. And honestly, when it came out, that single-player game was so fantastic. Now, yeah, multiplayer was delayed a little bit longer, and there was a lot of crashing when it first happened. But at the end of the day, the game itself, loading up GTA V and playing through that story, I didn't experience any issues. I cannot remember one bug, one glitch, nothing. So, man, they were so smart to delay it, to put that game out the way it deserved to be out. And the same thing can be said about my favorite game of all time, Red Dead Redemption 2. This is a game that was delayed multiple times as well. Again, this game was actually supposed to come out 
it was very similar to how they did with GTA 5, where it was announced for the fall of 2017. That was delayed into early 2018. That, again, was delayed into the fall of 2018. And we just got a masterpiece that, again, I can't think of any issues I had with that game. I mean, it's just, oh, it's such an amazing game. And gamers, the last game I'm going to talk about is Tomb Raider 2013, because this was another game that had been announced way back in 2010. It didn't see the light of day until 2013. And ultimately, it was all the better for it. It was such a great game when it came out. And it was delayed for a year at a time or whatever it may have been. And at the end of the day, when you played it, it was so good. It didn't feel like the Uncharted ripoff that people said it was going to be. It felt like very much its own thing. It was fantastic. And the best part about it is because they took the time to get it right. They took the time to really make the game they wanted to release. We got a trilogy of amazing games from it that I only hope continues as we move forward over the next few years. So gamers, like I said, it hurts my heart when a game that I'm so looking forward to is delayed. I mean, this year alone, I've heard that, you know, yeah, God of War, I'm not going to see it till 2022. And it looks like we're going to have the official confirmation pretty soon that the same thing is going to happen with Horizon Forbidden West. That hurts my heart. I was so looking forward to getting to these games. I just, oh, I'm on edge wanting to play them. However, the important thing is they'll come out. And when they come out, they're going to be fantastic because the developers are taking that time to not worry about caving in and getting it out for holiday sales. But they want to make sure that when gamers actually get to play the game, they get the game they want. So gamers, what have I been playing on the Graveyard Shift? Well, I have to tell you, as of last night, I completed the story of Ghost of Tsushima. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna be working on the Platinum today. That is definitely one of those games that I am so glad I took the time to go back to. I was very early on in Act 1 when I started the game back up. I didn't make it that far the first time playing through. And I've just, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the game. I won't get too much into it right now. I hope to have a review out, not this coming Wednesday, that'll be UFC 4. I'm hoping the following Wednesday I will have the review and let you get my total thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima. Other than that, I have been playing some more Jurassic World Evolution. I'm a few hours into the second island. I actually had to restart the second island because I ran out of money. But I'm slowly getting it there. I'm slowly getting it up, getting it running. I'm realizing this one's going to take a little bit more patience and kind of balancing like okay i need to raise money but i also need i need certain buildings built they're gonna cost money so you really have to kind of be smart about how you're spending your money how you're playing to the audience here in all honesty like i wasn't really building some of the more flashier dinosaurs and i realized no i need to upgrade i need to get those upgraded pins built so that i can create these dinosaurs so i can get more money so that people will spend more so that i can buy the different facilities i need there's just a lot about that game that I'm really, really loving. And finally, the only other game I played this past week was Jack and Dexter. That's right. Gamers, I talked about it. I got the Jack and Dexter collection on PS3, and I've never played these games. And I just made it through the first area. I was going around trying to get enough of the relics so that you could, you know, get the different items you needed. I've honestly really been enjoying it. And to me, it just confirms that on the PS2... I don't know if it's because I was 18 and I was just kind of thinking, you know, 18, 19, when games like Jack and Dexter came out and Ratchet and Clank that, now nah, those look like those mascot games. I'm past that. I want to play games like Metal Gear and Grand Theft Auto. I don't know why I never thought to play these games, but it just really tells me I missed out on these two franchises because I have thoroughly enjoyed my time with both Jack and Dexter and Ratchet and Clank, and I can 
promise you I plan on continuing with those franchises. And it just makes me go, man, I need to get the PS3 version of the Sly Cooper trilogy because that just seems like that's another game series that I missed out on. And ah, if I could just go back and kick myself, I would kick myself so hard for that. But gamers, I also talked about it being the graveyard shout out of the month this week. And I'm going to be honest with you. You guys have probably heard me talk about this game way too much, but I can't help it. I got a guy that I work with is playing through it finally after my recommendation. It's popping up on my time hop, and it's not going to be long before this game gets played again. And that is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, man, guys. Like I said, I'm vicariously living through my co-worker as he's playing through. He's made it up to San Denis. He's talking about doing the Stranger missions and just the different things. We've talked about Dutch's demeanor and the things that Arthur's going through. And it's just like, oh, boy. Yep, I'm going to be back in New Austin in no time. I'm going to be running the streets of Saint Denis. I'm going to be visiting the plantations of Rhodes all before too long. So definitely gets the shout out of the month. My favorite game of all time, Red Dead Redemption 2. Gamers, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to know your feedback. I'd love to know some games that you think maybe released too early or some games you were glad got delayed because they came out great. Let me know at thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com. Gamers, you can also find me on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer where you can see the pictures of Red Dead Redemption 2 that I keep saying pop up in my time hop. They've just got me wanting to play this game a lot. And you can follow me on Twitter at thegraveyardg. Till next time, gamers, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. (laughs) 